0: Hello and welcome to episode 10 of Unqualified Game Chat. I'm your host, Cazaro Lopez, and with me today, my co-host, Spencer Legacy. Hello. How are you? Spencer. Yes. It's definitely been a week. It's it's been a week. Do you, ever, do you ever feel like do you ever feel like you have so much on your plate? And there's only so much time in a day to get to it. And then you end up only you you plan to spend six hours doing this one thing and you end up only doing it for like one,
1: two. Yeah, I feel that right now with, uh, with projects combined with uh, reviews combined with life. So I completely understand where you're like, you can't see past your plate. There's so much stacked on it. You're like, this will never be done.
0: It's weird because the things that I put the least amount of effort to are way more popular in terms of like what gets recognized out there.
1: That's weird. Well, you guys had that viral tweet today. Was that no, no, that no? The no. That, that, of that? that had nothing
0: to do with it. that. That was by one of our new writers, Angelo, who actually did put some work into to that. Oh okay. He's, I didn't do I had no part in that. Um I did a um I did a video and a an article on Five Ways Fantasian was um, an old school JRPG.
1: Yeah.
0: And we did like the fancy, stupid featured image. Mark and I slapped together a featured image for it. But the style is like what people like to click on pretty much. Yeah. And blew up. Wow. So I'm going to start doing that with a bunch of games. Uh, that, That's a good uh, idea that's coming out and we'll all see how it goes
1: people love numbered reasons for things you'd be like five reasons this game is going to be great five reasons this game is interesting and people will be like i need to know and it's it's just like a primal knowledge
0: they like bullet point lists yeah absolutely they they want they want to do the least effort for the most information with a review, you kind of have to listen to paragraphs of explanations, and you don't know where it's going next. Are they going to talk about story? Are they going to talk about gameplay? Um,
1: yeah.
0: But with the with a with a bullet pointed list, you know, this 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 and this.
1: Yeah. It's oh, it's right on number four. There's only one
0: more left.
1: Well, I guess I know which why Frontier is going to be amazing. Yeah. Thanks to this article. Yeah, and it was quick and it was efficient.
0: And then you have these people that like take Balin Wonderworld for example. You have so everyone thought it was bad, um, but then all the YouTubers, the influencers as they're they're called, jumped on and started making why Balin Wonderworld is bad. But if you watch them, they all say the same thing.
1: Ooh, they're all just taken. The content.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like they all went to the same Reset Era forum. <laughs> saw all what everyone was complaining about and then just created this uh, was, feeling uh, of dissatisfaction. Because one, no 25-year-old should be playing Baylen wonder Wonderworld seriously. That is true. a children's game. Just like Sonic was just like nights was children's game. I mean, a teenager. Okay. Yeah. It's you're like, you're uh... thinking, but, but in middle school, in elementary, the reason why I wanted to play Sega games and Sonic games was because
1: he had, cool. had soap shoes. It's cool. Yeah. There's,
0: there's something inherently cool about Sega, even though I never played sports games, but growing up, I've always wanted a Sega or Sonic, It's but, true. So, so this game was made by uh, one of the creators of Sonic and it does have that nights into dreams kind of feel, but um, mm. essentially a bad game.
1: Did you That's play it? I didn't get to play it, but I was a big Sega kid. So when I saw it, I was like, oh, that reminds me of the things of your, my childhood. And then I heard it was really awful from everybody, including a bunch of people whose like opinions I, I value. And I was like, oh.
0: I really want to do a case study of like having thirteen-year-olds, twelve-year-olds play this game, and I want to know their opinion on it. That yeah. would be the YouTube influencer video that I would watch.
1: That would be interesting. Yeah, that—that's some exclusive Noisy Pixel content right there. Yeah, yeah. Kids
0: review a kids game.
1: <laughs> yeah. Instead of <laughs> instead of having adults react to like uh, what is essentially. Either a game for kids or or Sega kids who are now adults, yeah that's why I have really them react.
0: respect I really respect Japanese uh developers at square just the like fifty sixty year olds that have been doing it since since they were yeah. twenty to tap into that imagination when you're that old it's tough it's tough for me to do it now yeah uh, but the the way that they pull it off it's it's pretty um
1: pretty it's pretty good regardless of the end product you gotta admire just how much imagination goes into it
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm so spencer as you know yeah unqualified game chat is recorded every week and posted to podcast services on thursdays
1: every thursday
0: every thursday on the youtubes uh the itunes and uh the end the the spotify's spotify yep um we do ask that if you're listening to this in the comments or you can email PR at noisypixel.net, any type of uh, discussion that you would like Spencer or I to um, talk about. Or
1: both. Yeah, you can say hi. Yeah, why not? Uh, we yeah. might we might just read out your topic and talk about it.
0: Yeah, why don't you just tell us about your day?
1: Yeah, I'm interested in you, viewer. This isn't know- a parasocial relationship. Yeah. I want to know about you. I want to know about your your first crush,
0: and I want to know about the first time that you ate hot Cheetos
1: and how yeah. that experience was. What was that like for you? I'm, re- yo, know, I'm really interested. What was that like for you? <laughs> well, for For me, for me, it was uh, yeah. it was it
0: was a messy experience. I I remember it's probably like maybe I was like eleven. My parents. Had just got divorced, and, <laughs> and wow. we were moving all our stuff out. And the neighbor kid was uh, was eating some, and I was like, "What was that? What's that?" And uh, he says, "Hot Cheetos," and I uh, dipped my little my little grimy hands in, <laughs> snagged one up, ate it,
1: burned my goddamn tongue off. And that was the worst thing to happen that day. <laughs> and uh what are you playing well good question what i'm playing i've been playing two things one is the same as last week with monster hunter but i've been playing with friends i haven't just been hermiting the game alone and it's it's a lot more fun with friends i'll say that you're playing monster hunter rise post review yeah, which should say something. That's
0: interesting. That's something I rarely
1: do. I played with friends for the review, and then I was like, this is fun. And my friends were like, hey, do you want to play more? And I was like, yeah, I do want to play more. And I did, and it was fun. Uh, so I've been playing that with friends, and you know, we're in the high rank now. So we're fighting all sorts of the same monster, but a lot harder, and making cool armor uh so i've been having a lot of fun with that and then i finally started Oddworld Soulstorm, much like you uh but i just started it but i've never played an odd world game i i know of them but i never played abe's odyssey or stranger's wrath or the other ones so it's all new to me and it's very very interesting it's so unique
0: yeah it's uh i i'm probably right at the end of the game um but i'll i'll tell you that the odd this entry has more narrative than any of the games before it
1: Um, and the thing that blows me away about the narrative is it's so it takes itself so refreshingly seriously Mm -hmm. like it starts with these like big googly-eyed dudes who look goofy and they're like uh, i have a bullet hole oh my god i'm dying you need to save me and i'm like it's what and what he's like I, I can't save everyone i'm in danger we were slaves and i'm like holy shit this is this is real i thought this was like more cartoony but this is this is straight up like a a very serious drama and yeah. i love it like it's it's so intriguing to me the tone is just fascinating.
0: Now imagine me, a small child at the age of twelve, playing uh, this this weird two point five D game. I think it's more two D game back then on the PlayStation, and just like solving these puzzles. I think that the puzzles in the PlayStation one, the one this is "Mirrored After," which is because they did try their three D. Versions so Munch's Odyssey and stuff is all 3D, but um, but this one mirrors like Abe's Odyssey, and I yeah I don't know I if you I don't want to give too much away because it is mm-hmm. brand new, but the way that I see it is is this one is really trying to sell that you're going from. From this place really far away so they do this they do this clever game mechanic and i and i doubt many people notice it but things like the checkpoints and the environment and the 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 subtle things that kind of clue you in as to where you are they change the further in you go into this uh the place the place that you're trying to get that's neat the person that you're trying to... You are trying to save somebody. There is a destination. But um, the first part of the game is so not like the second part of the game. Mm-hmm. Whereas, whereas Abe's Odyssey was more like, okay, you go from, from arena to arena, you save these little guys, and then move on. This one, you don't even save any Mudokins for the, for the first hour, first couple of stages. You don't really even interact with them barely and then you start saving them and it starts incorporating them somehow into the into the mix but it's so slow like they want you to feel the adventure
1: yeah and it already feels like it like i just started rescuing ludakins and hey it feels super stressful because i'm like i don't want any of them to die yeah but but sometimes it's like I'm not good enough for none of them to die. But and B, it's such like a it adds to the narrative in that like all these people see you as a savior, and you're like I can't fail them. They yeah. think I'm a god. <laughs> it's really interesting. I'm like I'm I'm finding the puzzles to be like fun. They're they're a bit challenging to get used to if because I've never played any game like this before.
0: That control scheme has always been. Uh, insanely weird. It's, it's very just, weird. It's, it's very odd. A, yeah, it's a super weird control scheme. Like you'll run, you'll want to sneak, but you'll accidentally run. Yeah. Or you just you just fuck up all the time.
1: Holding a button does something different than pressing a button, even yeah. though it's the same button. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, geez. Uh, but it's like. I haven't played much but I'm enjoying it a lot because it's it's so strange and so sincere that I can't help but really appreciate what it's going for in such like a unique world and it makes me very interested in trying the other games uh because I, I want to see I want to see more of this like weird universe because it, it's very intriguing it, it definitely captivated my my interest for sure
0: Yeah, I will say Abe is one of the more interesting protagonists in the series. I never really liked Munch. I never really liked the Stranger's Wrath guy, Mm -hmm. Um, just because those were just different uh, genres altogether.
1: Yeah, isn't Stranger's Wrath a shooter?
0: Yeah, Stranger's Wrath is a shooter, and Munch's Odyssey is a three D platformer puzzle. That's strange. And uh, where you have it's more skill based, where you use abilities to get through areas and stuff. Um, I will say that just not to talk too much about roads, but there are some bugs that I've encountered. And oh yeah,
1: Patch that, just went out today.
0: That was the only reason why I had Mudokins killed, is that there's a part where you have to hide them in lockers. Yeah. And one just wouldn't go in every time I hid it in the locker, one just would stay out. And I'm like asshole. And I tried it several times. Several times. Never got in. Did you get to this part? No, not yet. Okay. Let me know. Let me okay. know if let me know if if one of them just stays out every time you go in.
1: Yeah, I'll let you know. Cause they did release a patch today. So maybe that was a yeah. I don't know. I'm hoping. Fingers crossed.
0: That pissed me off. Because yeah, one <laughs> of them di- one of them died. And that really bummed me out.
1: No perfect ending.
0: No perfect ending. But I did miss some too. The uh, the hidden areas you think you're 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 super good at finding all the secrets and then you get to the end of the stage and it's like oh you missed two and you're like I thought I did so good yeah um so they do hide them pretty well so there is reasons to return it's not
1: mm-hmm. a, I don't know, man. It has a little bit of odd world jank but it's uh it's to be expected yeah I'm enjoying it I'm looking forward to trying the other ones eventually um. Anything else? No, that's about it. What have you been playing,
0: though? Um, I've been playing... Well, I've been playing Oddworld. I'm about to beat it, and my review should be up soon. Um, I've also been playing Outriders.
1: And right, how's that?
0: I think we'll probably talk more about Outriders in our discussion today. Mm-hmm. But I, w- I want to say that after putting hundreds of hours into Destiny and not touching Destiny too. It is nice to return to a game like this. Mm-hmm. It's way better than Avengers, too. I I mean, coming, coming from Avengers to Outriders is, like, so refreshing. It's just...
1: <laughs>
0: it's... Like, why couldn't these studios talk to each other and be like, this is how you do side quests. This is how you do compelling enemy design. This is how you make an environment that's worth exploring, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I I did play Avengers for the first time. And uh, I went through the game and all, all the complaints just came crashing down on me. Yeah. All at once. And matchmaking was a fucking pain. And it's... I mean, the load times are good on PS Five. I guess they are good. So, um, but that's the thing you you remove you remove a little a little layer of shit from a pile of shit, but it, there's still shit underneath there. You know?
1: Ah, uh, it's I wouldn't call it shit, but it's it's a very rough, uh, uh, like a
0: like a old shit, like a fossilized, like a fossilized. <laughs> like a
1: fossilized shit. It's like I don't know. It's like a, it's like an old, slightly damaged action figure. You're like, oh, I remember this. It, it's fun to play with, but it's got some issues.
0: Dude, those robot fucking enemies are just, yeah. Spending, dude, think about it. I just played it and I got through all the DLC. Think about how many fucking robot enemies I had to go through.
1: You fought a lot of robots at that point.
0: And uh, and they're still in. The fucking DLC that just came out. Um, yep. What's his name? Hawkeye.
1: Yeah. Still there.
0: Give us at some least they
1: at least they're not in hallways this time. Oh the my Hawkeye god! Thing. Oh my god! I was tired of them being in hallways. This. I don't know. What were they thinking? That's some that's some 2006 YouTube critic.
0: <laughs> what were they thinking? Is that a deep cut. Oh man, yeah. So going from that to Outriders was just so refreshing. Cause I mean Outriders has its has its issues, but it's not uh it's not side quest and it's not uh it's just their servers. Yeah, their servers fucking nightmare. You have to do the Konami code just to get in. Yeah. Um so I've also been playing a couple of other games that I can't talk about, but Ooh. um we could talk about him next week.
1: Ooh, there you go. So make sure you all tune in next week.
0: Yeah. I uh I read some manga.
1: Ooh, what manga?
0: I read Call of the Night volume 1. It's a new manga from Viz Media. It's coming out uh,
1: April 13th, I believe. How's that? Or can you not say?
0: It's about this boy. I can say. I I could have I could have posted my review a month ago, but I like to post them closer to release the mm-hmm. uh, The manga itself is more about uh, this this child who has insomnia. This child, he's fourteen. He has insomnia. Um, after I don't know, he just doesn't like people at school. Something. Ha- this is this is the worst part. Actually, is the beginning. Like his reasonings for for dropping out of school and stuff.
1: Just Half the audience like, listening to this was like, that's me. I have insomnia and don't like yeah, people well, at no, school.
0: The whole idea was that he turned a girl down who asked him out and he didn't understand why people were either congratulating him or not liking him for his choice. But he just wasn't into relationships. And so that made him want to drop out of school. And then since he was thinking about it so much, he had insomnia. Anyway, he's walking around at night.
1: And he, he sounds like an idiot,
0: <laughs> yeah. And this fucking rando <laughs> girl uh, comes out of nowhere and invites him to her apartment. And she takes off her coat and she's like, This like uh, skimpy little uh, bra looking shirt and short shorts. And she's like, Lay down on her bed, and it's all rickety and stuff. And he does, and it's like, No. No, this is stupid. And then, and then she's a vampire, okay. And he wants to turn into a vampire too, but there's like rules. And then it goes on from there. But, um, have you ever seen the Monogatari series? It had, think of like two characters in that just talking to each other for like an entire manga. It's, It's essentially that, like just very, very short sentences and, um, unique characters it's okay it's an okay first volume but the beginning is the first chapter is
1: stupid. <laughs> yeah it's manga,
0: manga people make the first chapter so stupid because they don't know if it's going to get a second chapter
1: it's true when you read the first chapter of so many manga like it's fascinating yeah it's it's so different from like so many like it's its own little adventure and its tone will be like wildly different a lot of the yeah. time
0: and there's there's the subtle hard end like it could end there and that's it
1: yeah and
0: then i guess when it gets picked up for like a second chapter then they're like okay it's go time now i can open up
1: yeah the character's like i can't wait for more adventures the end and then there could be more adventures yeah if it gets picked up
0: well i guess i guess we just have to understand that that's just how it is in japan Mm -hmm. like you have all these manga publications over there and doujin stuff
1: Dad. If you want to learn more about that, everybody, read the manga Bakuman. It's really interesting, and it's all about making a manga, uh, and it's by the writer and illustrator of Death Note. And it's it's all about working to make a manga for Weekly Shonen Jump, and how that works. And uh, my understanding is there was a lot of contributions from Jump staff and everything. So it's it's a really interesting read to see how that world works. So if you if if you're interested in us talking about this weird like first chapter's weird and then it's crazy and their schedules and stuff that's a really good manga to read Bakuman.
0: Oh, cool! Thank you for the recommendation. There you go. And I think that brings us into our uh, discussion for this week. I think so. We're going to talk about live service video games. Um, first off, what are your what are your thoughts on live service video games?
1: Uh I'm not huge on them. I I couldn't get into Destiny. Um and it's there's something about them that's strange to me, especially with the game like Avengers, where it's very unapologetically a live game. Like there's a ton of currencies and everything is like mission-oriented, and you're there's like loot equipment that you're trying to get that is just like higher numbers and you're just trying to get more and more uh, there's something that feels very like cynical about it to me where it's like it's like you boil down like a video game and the time spent in it so you're like at the very core it's just playing more to increase numbers uh, for the sake of increasing numbers and I don't like seeing how the sausage is made in that way so when i play it i'm like oh geez this is this is kind of weird for me uh and i think maybe part of it is because a lot of the experience on my end is through avengers which is the worst part of that game is all of the games as a service stuff um especially when you have a game where like you're not playing as a character you make you're playing as like well known Mm -hmm. like heroes so it's very strange to be like, oh, I have a maxed out Iron Man. <laughs> Let's play. We can only play as separate heroes, that kind of thing. So I'm not huge on them, but I guess I don't have a ton of experience with them, mainly because I've been kind of turned off by it. But I know like, my brother was hugely into Destiny, so I can see the appeal. It's just tough for me to get too deep into it, because, especially because I feel like if you miss some time, like you're completely behind. Yeah. So it's that's kind of daunting as well. So I'm not huge on them, but I understand why people are.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely I I feel like they're borderline like mobile gotcha games. Yeah. If you don't if you miss an event, everyone else has the badass stuff and you're left to hope for a future event. But besides that, I attribute it to like you're betting that this game will get bigger mm-hmm. you're You're hoping that I mean, I feel so sorry for the people that bought anthem.
1: oh God, I feel bad for them too like that's rough
0: like that is probably worst case scenario is, yeah, is anthem um. And you know what? The game looks kind of kind of pretty. Yeah. You know, like I see gameplay of it, uh, I haven't played
1: it, but it's a pretty looking game. I got like, a free code for some reason, and I tried it and I was like, this looks nice. Flying around is fun, but that's it. There's like nothing there's like nothing to do, right? There's nothing to do, there's nothing there.
0: Um and that was that was like when people try to do a live service and don't understand what makes it, it yeah. fun. And I feel like a lot of the more popular ones, it's like Steam Early Access, you know, mm. like we'll wait and see what the people like, and then we'll give them more of that. And I feel like that's yeah. what this um, Hawkeye DLC did was like, they're, they're trying to hone in on on what makes Avengers fun and give people who are still playing that yeah but they're totally i don't know they're 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 kind of missing the mark here and i don't think they have enough resources to give the people what they want because their idea was everyone's gonna want costumes and everyone's gonna want to do these missions hundreds of times to get a bunch of uh in-game Everyone materials to fight
1: robots in safe hallways and taskmaster and it's like that's not why people are coming to an Avengers game. I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it sucks. It sucks that, uh, that a lot of companies go this route. And it, it kind of makes me appreciate games that, like Call of Duty, um, where they have a single player side of it. Yeah. Because if, if Outriders had a single player side of it, which it totally could have, they totally could have just had a fucking single player campaign that you could play, that maybe leads into the the multiplayer aspect of it or does something. But uh, they could have did something, you know? Yeah. But but here you are, you're thrown in, you're thrown into the tutorial. You have to play, you have to play through the tutorial, and then you're like, okay, here's here's the game. And playing it by myself is exceptionally more difficult than playing it with a group of people.
1: And less fun. Like Yeah. I find oh, with these yeah. kind of games, like playing with other people is, is something that is almost necessary.
0: Yeah, you can totally when you're playing alone in Outriders, you can totally cheese your way through it by just sniping um enemies and not running in. Because if you don't run in, the enemies are barely alerted to you. Yeah. They're idiots. They're just AI idiots. Um, So you can kind of just pick them off from far away. Um, What they want you to do is run in and use your abilities and flank and and use your abilities again. And everyone, you know, like works together. That's where that's where it works. But if you're just by yourself, fuck it. I'm picking them off from a mile away. You know,
1: most efficient solution.
0: Yeah, and it's not fun. No, it just efficient, but not fun. It just highlights how you can cheese your way through the game, how you can break the game. Yeah, um, and I feel like that's what I do when I'm alone. Is I just try and break shit. Um, that's fair. But I don't, I don't, I don't understand looter shooters.
1: Um, yeah, neither do I.
0: I don't, I don't, I, I rarely get into the meta of these games. Like, there's these people that are like. And I respect it, you know, like these are the best weapons. This is the best uh, stats, you know, this is how you, you know, I respect it. Yeah. But that really burns me
1: out. Oh, absolutely. Min-maxing stuff just like really quickly gets me to be like, I need to play something else.
0: Yeah, it, it, and, it, and it happens when like people I know, the people that I'm playing with are getting into it. Like I wanted to get into Pokemon again. But then around Pokemon X and Y, all my friends wanted to just look for shinies and they just farm shinies all the time. And I'm like, this is so fucking boring. And I stopped playing it and I haven't yeah. returned. Um and like I was like, oh, we'll go through the campaign together type of thing. But they they got through it super quick. Happened the same to me with uh Animal Crossing, where everyone did had like it seemed like after Dirty the time fucking, travelers. Yeah, the fucking after a week or two, they had like this huge ass island of all this shit, and I'm living in a fucking box. Disgusting. And it's like yeah, it was uh it was like that for Pokemon for me, and it's like that with uh with these live service games where I feel like if if you don't play every day, you're not getting your money's worth. And everyone's gonna pass you up sooner really. or
1: later, yeah,
0: and I think it's that's why they make feeling. it difficult to kind of trade weapons with each other and stuff like that they don't They don't really want you to
1: they want you to play, not yeah, not take a break. They want you to keep going, yeah,
0: um so i I hope that games kind of step back from this format and kind of see Same shit. Well, Avengers failed even with a huge name like Avengers. Hmm. Um. Outriders is doing okay, but the servers. Nobody. I don't. <laughs> no one can thought, play. I don't think they thought people were gonna play. Yeah. Uh, it's an inter- It's an in- interesting thing. I. I want to know what the listeners think of live service games, and if you play any, because um, I don't know. It's just not something that I really get into.
1: No, I feel that way.
0: I just, I hope it doesn't become the norm again. Like I, oh, I, I
1: really hope there's not.
0: there's a place for like games like Torchlight, where there's just looter dungeon crawlers. There's a place for those games, but but I think I think with Avengers, I don't think Avengers should have been that.
1: I think Avengers really should have been a linear action game. Yeah, you can have multiplayer, but the gear and the currencies and the mission format and the the structure of doing these very similar quests doesn't work for the game.
0: No, you you want you want villains and you want to fight the fucking villains and you know if if there was that I wouldn't care about fighting the same enemies because then you could just say that those enemies were made by this ex villain. You know
1: that's and actually that's why it. I liked the Hawkeye DLC because it was like oh okay there's a story mm-hmm. and it's not telling me to go to all these like mission points. It's like oh here's the plot, here's the area, go. I think it's a good step sideways from the service angle, but I, I really hope that they continue down that path instead of going back to the uh, service path that they're doing because people do just want to fight villains and like have fun in an Avengers game.
0: Yeah, they don't want to hold points Security yeah. stand in weird boxes and
1: they want to empty their inventory and open up safes by putting in safe codes and fighting big <laughs> robots. I'm sorry. That's not I don't think that's why people are playing Avengers. No, no,
0: definitely not. Um, so let us know your thoughts on good old live service games because Spencer and I don't seem to really attach I will say I'm playing I'm okay. having fun. I'm having fun in Outriders. But I know that after I beat the main campaign, it's gonna take a lot to get me to return to it.
1: Yeah, you there better that? be some bathing suit. You guys deal gotta thing. have some. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's how you get them.
0: Yeah, but uh, for some reason, in all these games, they just make uh, the 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 female characters are super butch. I have no problem. I understand how it works. Is because if you're gonna be a soldier, you're gonna have that look. So I, I respect
1: it. But, uh, I'm sorry I just want everyone to look like quiet for Metal Gear Solid. Yeah,
0: sometimes I just want a quiet. Sometimes <laughs> I just want
1: an anime girl. You dirty lad.
0: <laughs> um, But there's that. And then you have games like Genshin Impact which like there's like weird shit where they're holding back DLC because it's making so much money Yeah, that they hold back it's updates. It's fucking nuts that game guys game is not that good
1: i got bored like within two hours i was like okay
0: it's a pretty ass game
1: it is but and if you enjoy it that's great i nothing against the game or the people enjoy it i just couldn't get into it
0: yeah i I think it's beautiful i think i I like watching it more than i like playing it yeah that's fair i love those character designs and they keep doing it, too. They keep putting the characters in tights. They know.
1: Oh, Blame. they know what makes money. They, they got stockings. it. Stockings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Zario, you crazy guy. We got to end this episode.
0: This is one of our longer ones. It is. Blame Balin Wonderworld
1: for most of it's true. the issues. It's true. <laughs> Every,
0: everything I put on that game.
1: Might as well. It's already got plenty of stuff heaped on it. So,
0: well, uh, Spencer, uh, thank you for hanging out and thank you thank for you. listening, dear listeners. We'll
1: see you see. next week. See you next time, everybody.